They're very demanding. They are very, I don't want to say demeaning, but they're tough. They put you in your place, their speeches. You feel after the speech almost like you've been beaten up. It's a certain style speaker, a certain style speech. Very tough. There are other speakers that are very scruffy and you always feel good, but they're not so demanding. They're not, they're, they're more like softy and you're great, you're great. There's certain, t- that style, that genre, there's a type of speech that always speak how amazing we are just that we wash the tilas yadayim in our days with the nisyayinus yadetzadik hadar. They're very like, you're great, you're great, you're great, and not very demanding. They're just, oh yeah, and, and typically like different entire like that. They're people, I'd rather the person who beats me up than that, frankly, but they're people who always, yeah, the goal is to grow, to always be told in our generation, just that you got out of bed this morning, you're the tzaddik hadar. So, and every speech, every speech, every speech tends to be just a fluffy, feel-good speech, but not demanding. Not saying, let's go. Not being mechayim. Not demanding it see things from us. Just, just expressing how our generation... Right, right. So th- that's a type. They're all different style. They're all different style speeches and, and ways of speaking. In Svarim, you have that also. You have Svarim that are... That, 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 when you read the Sefer, it's quite tough. You have some that are quite intellectual. There are no Svarim that aren't demanding. Every Torah demands. Every Muslim Sefer demands. But you have different languages how they speak. Sharei Tshuva, for anybody who learns the Sefer, is quite bang. Sharei Tshuva is considered quite strong. I would say Chaybis Halvavis is much softer. Chaybis Halvavis is a Rishon. They're both Rishonim. Sharei Tshuva and Chaybis Halvavis. Chaybis Halvavis is very intellectual. Extremely intellectual and thought-provoking. But every Sefer has a different, like, Nusuch. Has that, at least the way it's per, our perception of the Sefer, of what they're saying, how they're saying. There's a Mishnah, a statement in this past week's parak, the end of the parak from the Tarfin. And Reb Tarifin says, Hayoyim Katzer, the day is short. Vamalacha Meruba, there's a lot to do. Hapoylem Atzelem, us the workers tend to be quite lazy. Vaschar Harbe, the stakes are great. It's great schar to be had. Ubalabai is doichik, and the boss is pressurizing. This mission is quite a tough mission. It's demanding. It's saying, Hayoyim Katzer, Malacha Meruba, no, there's a lot to do. Time's running out. Balabai is daichik. Aschar harbe. No. Quite a pressure. Quite a sense of, let's go, come on. I, it's funny myself, at this point of year, you function in yeshiva, there's this tremendous sense. What's the word of Ezi I would like to use? I forget always. Urgency. Urgency. There's a sense of urgency of this is Bachrama graduating, a sense of urgency to get in what we can, to say what we can, different messages, different ideas, to get. I want a Bachar. To me, I want every single Bachar to walk out of the yeshiva ready for life. Everyone, ready for the next steps of life, ready for late next stages of life. I've told the guys this line many times and it drives me. The Gemara has a chazaka that a chaver, a tamut chacham is any moitzi mitachas yada. He doesn't let something go out of his hands. Something that's not fixed up. A tamut chacham, something goes out of his hands. You can be certain shumas and maises were taken off. To me, what it says is any person who wants to be like a tamut chacham, make sure when a bacher leaves your yeshiva, is misuk and he's ready. He's prepared for the next stages of life. That's our obligation, Effie, and there's a sense of urgency. This Mishnah speaks an unbelievable sense of urgency. Let's go! Come on, I see you Tarvin to me. When I read this Mishnah, you can read it as a soft voice you want. You can make it in a nice, like, song. Whatever, like a sweetie song. To me, no matter what you do, this Mishnah is rough and tough. This Mishnah screams, Hayoyim Katsunu! The Mishnah shouts. 
It's a very tough Mishnah. No, it's a lot at stake. That's this Mishnah. So I got the tone of the Mishnah. I don't care how you read it, whatever voice, it's saying something stark, demanding, really, really pushing you. Then you read the next Mishnah. This always confused me. Then the next Mishnah says, Who are you, Omer? So this is one statement. Rav Tarifin, so I guess Rav Tarifin was one of those demanding type speakers. Who are you, Omer? Next Mishnah, he used to say, yeah. This is one of those softies. Don't worry about finishing. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not on you to finish the deal. <laughs> You're just mamish. You know, the speaker lets you off the hook. You have a speaker who's lacing in, and you're mamish. Whoa! Then he said, well, all of a sudden you go into the mode. Any bacher today, you just put on tefillin. You're the tzaddikador. Tefillin today is like you were just pressuring me to accomplish. And the next statement, it's not on you to finish. Don't worry if you can't complete it. You tried your best. You're a fine person. <laughs> a second ago, you were... And now, it's not on you to finish things. I hear what Yankov is saying. I'll tell you what I want to say. I want to say a baron. I want to say a baron, not do your best. I want to say a baron. What I want to say, Rabbi say, I'll tell you a mice that once happened to me. Years ago, I was teaching a base medrash, Azalo, and I give, I, the first day she, I said, I said, Musa, we did, we had a very simple, quite a similar schedule, and we learned Gemara, a good, fine day with the guys. I was saying, base medrash, to be first say, the second say, to be there with the Ulam. After the first day, I remember in the hallway, I remember where I was, in the hallway right outside the other base medrash, in the hallway. So the, the guy says to me, so we have to talk to you, I have to talk to you. We're in the hallway. So he wants to go private. Okay, so we went to the coat room. Right near there's a coat room outside the Bismash. We go into the coat room. And he says, I'm not going to Kailu. This is not going to work what you're trying to do. I never thought, I didn't think for a minute about him going to Kailu. The first day, I'm not going to Kailu. What is this? What, what this guy? What happened to this guy? Not going to, did I speak about Kail today? Do I ever speak about Kail? Do I think about Kail? I want to be an Ebed Hashem. Why is he telling me after day one, I'm not going to Kail? It's very important to him that it's not going to work what you're doing. I'm not going to Kail. And I realized, fools, that, that Pasuk initially, foolish people think about extremes. We spoke one day about being a grown person. To him, growing is... He's, he's, he's counting out all the steps to grow. So you talk about growing. I'm not going to Kailu. I'm not learning forever and never being Mavata one minute. That's how fools work. I can't do everything. We spoke, I spoke about making Ashayatzer. But to him, the second you spoke about Aliyah, it says the eyes of fools are at Ktseya Aretz, to the extreme. Any growth means... Rebaron came in, I don't know if you have, he was going wild with this, a discovery that he made himself. That great people think, value this minute. Great people value this minute, this thing, not in context to what it leads, what it brings, what it means. If a guy for a minute, there's tremendous pressure to accomplish. Tarifin describes tremendous pressure to accomplish. But then he explains, you hear all this pressure, so then you visualize the end, sealing the deal. I am not talking about the end product. I'm talking about beginning, starting, doing right now, doing something now. That is always the pressure. Learn for five minutes now. That's the whole pressure. A good five minutes. To make your capable, how many Bachram don't succeed because their sense of I don't know if I can, I'm not going to be a Kyle guy. That's their thought. I'm not going to be a Kyle guy. That's their thought. The eyes of the fool are at Ktsayar. It's the smart person values 
Make a nice Asha Yatsar. That's what's important. Make a good Asha Yatsar. You're capable of that? Let's do it in a beautiful way. Can you learn an hour? Learn, in a, beautiful, learn a beautiful hour. The, the, the Chacham, the wise person, sees the little that's in front of him. The silly person's at Kseyaretz. That's what Tarfin's pressuring us. He gives a Mishnah of great pressure. Hayoyim Katsar, Malacham Ruba, Poilamat Selim, Schar, Harbi, Balbayis, Toichik. There's a lot of pressure, but what's the pressure? To do what's in front of you. I'm not talking about finishing the job. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about beginning the job. I'm talking about the great pressure that I'm describing is for the next three minutes. It's what separates great people and small people. To great people, very, very little is very, very valuable. To small people, only see extremes. And if you only see extremes, you don't, you don't get anywhere. You don't get anywhere if you only see extremes. To great people, I learned five minutes is precious. I learned a serious, sincere, gishmak, and that's the whole pressure, is to learn a good five minutes. The whole pressure is to make an ice ashiyot. To that, you're, but I don't know, but I, can I go to, that guy was told me making an ashiyot, so I was thinking, is he going to Kailu? That's the Yitzhahara's way of thinking. That's Sir Tarifin. Sir Tarifin is not, Yaakov, it's not a contradiction of a very tough Mishnah, of a very tough Mishnah, and then that's 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 the first thing I wanted to share. It's not a contradiction of a tough Mishnah that lets you off the hook. He's describing what the pressure is. You give a fiery shmooze. I'm not talking about going to Kul. I'm talking about making Yatzer. And if you think about Kul, you missed everything. I'm talking about Ashi Yatzer. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it said, this really segues, that's the first thing I wanted to share with you this morning. I'll tell you a second thing I want to share with you this morning. Typically, I don't do this, what I'm about to do now. It's just, there's a reason I'm doing this now. Typically, I don't like explaining too much about the yeshiva. Here, there, once in a while, because I like when Bachram think. I like when Bachram think. So I don't like saying the reason we did this. Was that you? I, don't, I never tell Bachram, check in your brains, we're going to think for you. I want you to think for yourself. Why is this done? Why is it? You should be thinking it. We don't say, please check in your brains, all thinking will be done by us. So you know, we, we, you make it. We make if you make a Shabbaton. I'm not going to sit there the whole Shabbos explaining. I'm not spending the Shabbaton explaining the Shabbaton. First of all, I don't feel so insecure that I feel the need to explain it. And second of all, because I like when people think. So as you sit there, the reason we do it, we're doing it to party because I like partying with you. I don't feel insecure at the need to explain. I like what you think. So. so, but nonetheless, despite that, I still want to explain something. That's important to me. Yesterday we had a big Masifta gathering. We had a big Masifta gathering. And we gathered together. So guys were convinced it's going to be some meeting about the inspection. Or some meeting. And we discussed the meet of Ayin Toiv. So I want to explain to you something. I've spoken to Rebbeim about this. The typical, many tip, not everybody, but sometimes the shmuzim we hear... We hear, first of all, very unsophisticated. There's nothing wrong with ripping cell phones. Okay, there's what, there's what to rip about smartphones. But there's more to tell you than ripping smartphones. I'm not saying not to rip smartphones, but if our schmoozim stop there, ripping smartphones, ripping, oh, today's the pretzels, it's, it's worthy to rip pretzels. It's worthy to rip smartphones. They're both worthy things to rip. It's very important to teach people Torah. We also speak like be a Chacham, Torah, learn Torah. Let's teach Torah. It's very important to me that ideals of Yiddishkeit are handed over. We gather the yeshiva to speak about Ayin Torah. There's a lot of things written in Torah. Share the ideals of Torah. I spoke to the Rebbe in last year, not this year, before the year, that every Rebbe should have many shmuzim on the ideals of Torah. There's a lot of interesting things written in this Torah, a lot of ideals, tons of, of mahalachim, of ways of living. The Torah is full of ways of living, of how a yid is supposed to live. Share it with the ilum. 
the Shmuzim should be sophisticated. Rabbi said, let's get together. Let's talk about being an eye in time. That's not a, that's not a cute medicine. That's the whole Torah. Avram Avinu, a Talmud of Avram Avinu is an eye in time. I like you come together to a big meeting where there's a big schmooze. With it. this, it's it's to say it's better than knocking cell phones. If you give the ideals of Torah, the person on their own says, "I learned all these ideals." One second, internet has blogs on it that that's against Iyan Torah. They're ripping people. It's much better to give the ideals of Torah and then based on those ideals, well, this is wrong, well, that's wrong, a person figures out on his own. We tend to so little share the ideals of Torah. So almost Sechidish, you have a whole meeting to speak on. I and Torah, that's, that's the main shmuz. We're sharing, we're learning Torah together. It's very important to gather, to learn I and Torah. And many other countless, unbelievable amounts of Anhagas HaTorah. Of all different things that the Torah demands of us. To think about another person, to have a lay of to be Michael another person, to be a Chaber and many, many, many other examples of what Hashem demands and commands from us is extremely important. I almost feel badly we call that we learn Musr in the morning. There are times we have a Torah here in the morning. It's just not on the Gemara we're learning. I, I don't know what Musr is. I haven't figured it out. We're learning Torah together. We learn a Chazal. We learn a Mishnah. We learn Gemara. What's the morning Seder before we get to Gemara Seder? Not, we have a Seder on other Gemaras, not necessarily the Gemara we're holding on. So we discuss it. I don't know if we're discussing Musr. We're learning Torah. I resent when somebody speaks Musr and doesn't say any Chazal, any Pasuk doesn't read one Mishnah. Okay, so that's not Torah. I don't call that Musa read. I don't know what that is. That's that's a guy, Darshan. That's a guy, that's a talk show. But uh, we learn a Pasuk, a Chazal, and analyze and study. Okay, so we focus on the Psukim and the Torah, on the Chazal that deal with the Yon But we're learning Torah together. It's important to me as Tyre presented. Bachram emerged from the Oya. I say, what does your Rebbe give a schmooze on? He knocks smartphones. Okay, good. Say that. It's good to knock some. But what, what Tyre, what in Yane Tyre is he focused on? Good, so you can say certain in Yane that lead to knock smartphones. He talks about using Zman, not having Vittel Zman. Oh, that's sophisticated. There's a topic. There's tire, a lot of Tyre on that. Utilizing time is a very important topic. Utilizing time. I want to hear the Inyane Torah he speaks about. Often we don't have that, and that's, it's a shame. There's so much room. Often we're just speaking, learn always, and we're screaming, learn. Tell us what, when you say what it says in there, that tells us learn the Torah. That grabs us to learn the Torah. Whoa, speaks about that in the Torah. Let me see more. Let me discover more. Let me read more. Tell us what it says in it. Gather people and discuss what it says. It says a lot of amazing things in here. Just that chazal, the achaver is not moisi mitachas yodid davershenim esukin. I want to read any sefer that has that in it. That's fascinating. That's fat. That's gripping. That's gripping. Study Torah. Study the ways of Hashem. So I wanted to point that out from yesterday. That was the second thing I wanted to say. Which phrase? A chaver is enoi moitzi mitachas yadoi dover sheinim misokin. A tabut chacham doesn't let something get out of his possession that's not misokin. Shumis and meisus weren't taken off. It's ready to go. You can assume it's a chaver. Chaver means a tabut chacham. That's a good. The rabbit bears. They're not for now. I want to read something to you now that most things I most things we learn together are very relevant relevant for you now. I want to read something to you now that I ask you to store away. This is one topic that Bachram, if I was speaking to a group of married men, if, I, if we were speaking together in 10 years, in 15 years, this would like resonate, it would be like a home run. You say this to Bachram, it's not the same home run, they don't have the same Nisayim with this. So most words I ask you, right now it resonates. This is something I ask you to store away for 10 or 15 years, are you? 
I want to read a Mishnah. I want to explain to you what it means. You're staring at a group of Alabat Mamin Shul, and you have a group Samala, you have a group of, of working men. People are overwhelmed out there. People, you have, I don't think you can imagine how hard people are working to earn a parnasa, most people. I used, to have a, I used to have a hobby, Mendel. I used to ask the taxi drivers their hours. I always discuss their hours. I used to ask, like, these guys work days, wow. They don't earn a lot of money. They work such long days. Most taxi drivers, there it's a I don't know with Uber how things work now, but the taxi drivers, they, so they work long days. And I liked hearing it. People work hard, really hard. I look at the Balvatim in Blue Ridge, by me, they work very, most, most people work long days, serious, serious days. The nine to five almost is non-existent. That nine to five is hard. Nine to five means these are real live people who are sitting in the workplace nine to five. But there's no such thing as nine to five. Kemet. People are leaving much earlier in the morning. They're traveling to work. Their five is like Halavai. People are working tough, tough jobs. So you have people working a majority of their day, an overwhelming part of their day. If a guy's going from 8 to 6, he's going from 8 to 6, 10-hour days, far and away a majority of his waking hours, he's at work working hard. To imagine you get home, you're quite white. When they get home, then they have family responsibilities because your working doesn't end your family obligation. There's homework with the children, his wife spending time with his, with his wife, taking care of needs for his wife, doing errands for his wife. His workplace things don't patter him from his home responsibilities. And there are plenty of home responsibilities. So you have a guy, he's killing himself for his job, he's working, and then he... Um, and then he's thinking of all his house responsibilities, which are many. And people are quite knocked out. Life's busy, overwhelming. You add one of their children has a health issue. Now all of a sudden he's running around in his spare time. People are unbelievably busy. And then you want to speak to Balabatim and you want to tell them they should add more learning time in their life. Add more storm, go to another share. And the guy is white. He's really exhausted. He come, come, he tries, he's learning a half hour, then you tell him more, add another hour, another two, another two hours. He's, he's seriously exhausted. He needs some downtime also, time to work out, to, to, to move a little bit. He needs some downtime also, he's very pressured. And the average person works serious, serious days. That's a reality. And then you say to a person, add tire to your life, go to another shear, another seder, and you're demanding more tire, and a guy's like, he's overwhelmed. If you would tell him anything else in his schedule, I want you to add this to his schedule, he's like, no, I can't. I'm pushing overwhelmed. I have my full-time responsibilities, overwhelming, that I just can't add anything more to my life. That's how the typical Balabas feels. So I think this Mishnah, something simple Mishnah, I want to learn a Mishnah, and I want you never to forget this in your life. The Mishnah I want to learn is a Mishnah this week, coming week's parak of Perak Shlishi. Reb Nechunya ben Akana Oimer. Reb Nechunya ben Akana says, Kol mekabel of Old Torah. Whoever accepts the Old Torah is mavir mimenu o malchus v'ol derecheretz. The oil malchus and the old derech is removed from him. Whoever rejects the old Torah, who takes off the yoke of Torah, they put on him old malchus v'ol derech So I like for myself and for, I say balabatim, I talk to myself, I'm the balabas, I'm speaking to I like remembering this Mishnah, that there's one pressure you can add to your schedule, one obligation you can add to your schedule, which will actually lighten your schedule. The Mitzvah is the promise of a Mishnah. Chazal, every word is true. Whoever's Mechabalot Torah, in Shemayim, they remove all Malchus, all Derech Eretz. Other types of pressures, as in. Other types of real pressures get removed. All of a sudden, work goes a little easier. He makes the same money and things go a little easier. Those extra jobs that his boss makes him stay late for, all of a sudden, sees. Whoever's Mechabalot Torah is my very men, all Derech Eretz. Pressures, all of a sudden, 
decided it was supposed to be he'd have a pressure extra with one of his kids, something came up, he has to run somewhere, he adds an extra seder, it's a fact. Whoever's mekabal al is my very man who all their hurt. Says Reb Chaim Belajan, you mekabal al by making another seder. If somebody's mekabal the oil hat in Shemayim they take off other pressures. It's important to remember that you're like the old Derecherts are the oil, the things that were busy in Oilum Azir. All the busyness in Oilum Azir, if a person's Mechabal or Torah, what seems impossible, it doesn't make sense. But you could do, you, you could do more with less. You don't know how much it takes to do X, Y, and Z. You can, you can spend tons of hours and not be successful. You can spend less hours and yes, be successful. Accept the old Torah. And you will see things that took two hours will take one hour. It's, it's a promise. You have pressures from the government. All different types of government pressures and all different types of pressures of Elam and Yanim are removed from the person who's Mechabal Old Tyre. Says the Menches Kenyani Atayra, the 48 Kenyani Atayra, one of them is Kabbalas Yisurim, accepting pains on oneself. Now, Pashup Shadit means if Hashem sends pains, accepting it, being acceptance of challenges. Hashem sends everything, starts accepting it. Say that the Rabbanu Shalom knows what he's doing. Kabbalah Yisurim, being accepting of the challenges of Hashem, that's Pashup Shadit. Rabbi Chaim Volashin's Medayik, it sounds nady, penny, it sounds like you're bringing on Yisurim. Kabbalah Yisurim, accepting Yisurim. Were well, you supposed to bring pains on to oneself? It's one of the Memches Kenyani Atar, Kabbalah Yisurim, accepting pains. He's supposed to pain yourself. Says of Chaim Velazhin, this means if a person's Mechabal all Atar, it's not easy to sit and learn. That's Yisurim. A guy sits for an hour, it's difficult. He's called Meshugah, but he locks him. So I'm learning this hour. And he accepts that, Yisurim. Says of Chaim Velazhin, other Yisurim that was supposed to come and him accounts in its stead. Very similar to that Chidah we learned. L'metzasi l'guf t'ayin al-shtika. Reb Chaim Velazhin says, Kabbalah's Yisurim means that a person should put his own Yisurim. Instead of waiting for Yisurim from Hashem, the life Yisurim that Hashem has in mind, a guy could take on the Yisurim that he chooses. And that's Kabbalah's Yisurim, Reb Chaim Velazhin says. That's a Kenyan Atayur. To take on your own Yisurim. Our own Yisurim is that the, the, the difficulty to sit for an hour and learn. He wants to run. It's a gorgeous day. There's so much excitement outside. No, I'm going to learn the, the rest of the half hour. He's going to learn 20 minutes, but there's such geschmack of stuff. There's so much tumult in the parking lot. That's Yisurim. That's difficult. That's Kabbalah's Yisurim. Says of Chaim that counts in the stead of other Yisurim. That also is Bichlal Kolomakabal Old Torahs Mavir Mimel Old Malchus. I saw a Pshat that Old Malchus Pashib Shat, it means the government. Oil Malchus Pashib Shat means the king. It means pressures in the government. But do we relate to that? You have big pressure, like taxes? What does it mean? Except Old Torah, you lose Old Malchus. I saw a Pshat that Old Malchus means the oil from Hashem. It means different types of retribution that Hashem had in mind for him. Oil Malchus, the yoke of Shemar. It's retribution. He was going to have certain Yisurim. But he was Mechabal Old Torah. He's Mavir Mimenuel Malchus. If he accepts Torah, Torah, other types of pressures that he was going to have from Malchus Shemayim, from the true Malchus, are removed from the person. So it's something important to remember. Yes, buddy. Pressures of supporting, of living on this earth. Derech Eretz always means the normal things it takes to live on this earth. That's Derech Eretz. So the pressures, the, 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 the normal pressures are removed. A guy's Mechabal Old Torah has other pressures removed. From, that's the Metzius. There's The Rambam says, the Rambam says he has the following Kashi Yitzelot. The Rambam asked the following Kashi. It depends, Yitzelot. If the guy by his work made it not hard, then it counts if it's hard. If his work made it easy, it counts as hard. The, like this, the Rambam asked the following question. The Gemara in Kedushin says, Schar mitzvah by There's no schar for mitzvah in this world. Ask the Rambam, and his day is, but in Kriyashma, we say, Vayim Shemaya, if you listen to Hashem, so he gives, it says, Metar Arts Chad it says, Gashmi Sticker Rewards. 
Pinny right after this, me and you are so as the as the Rambam, it says schar mitzvah amulekadap nemin kedushin. But in Kriyashma, we say if you listen to Hashem, you get worldly rewards. I thought there's no schar mitzvah. Says the Rambam, it's not schar. It means if you do mitzvahs, Hashem gives you the conditions necessary to do more mitzvahs. He'll give you proper conditions. The schar for doing mitzvahs is more opportunity to do mitzvah. Call him a kabbalah Torah. Whoever's Mechabal or tired, despite all the obstacles and all the reasons that it looks like the person can't put more tire in his life, is Ma'aviri Menuel Malchus Valder Heretz. Things that would have come upon the person that would have been such a tear than a tircha, you talk to get lessened of. This is the one responsibility and the one part of our life we can add to our life that actually takes and lessens other responsibilities. It's a one load on our schedule we can add that eases up our schedule. I say to remember this because Bachram don't have the sense. Oh, one more oil to Bachram. Well, you, your whole matar is to learn Torah else you're busy with. That's all the Bachram should be busy with. To grow and to steig. There's nothing else. But you, 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 you go to other stages of life and you have pressures of parnasa. Rechayim b'tzavara, in the words of Kedushin. You have the, on your neck, you have the pressure of Parnassah, an, an overwhelming pressure of supporting a family. All of a sudden, the guy feels, oh, supporting his family, raising his family has so much. This Mishnah, I'm telling myself, and I'm asking you to remember for later, Kolam HaKabal Al-Tayrah, except al you'll always feel too busy. Everybody's too busy. But if you're Mechabal Al-Tayrah, then it's Mavir Mimeno Amal it loosens up other things. That's what I want to share. We have Kaya for one more time. We come, Kaya, we give us I want to do one virus song and one more. And one, penny, one more thing before we meet. One more. Okay, but let's first admire my song. One second, we need a slow song. I had started to ask Yoyev to come and run a Varma Kumsitz one day. He's in America. Last night, yeah, he's a chassel, so Yassi Spears Penny's brother, Penny Spears from Yossi Yossi is called Yossi, For those that trust you, Salah, they tell us you forgive us. Then you say, um, Kaili Shema, hear my voice. tears in my eyes. fight my fights. and tell me you forgive me. And 
see my tillers, rev, rev, fight my fights, and see my tillers, my supplications. They tell me to forgive me, Hashem. Gorgeous song. You know that song? Let's sing it. Let's learn it and sing it together. It gets very high to start very low key. One second.
know that song, Arts?
Rabbi I want to share something. Give me one more thing before we meet. I want to share something that's incredibly gigantic to your summer. You talk about how practical Tyra is, how everything's in the Tyra. This is Nigeria to many Bachmir before the summer, man. Listen to this. I once had a guy in the basement I was very close to, and he kept going from job to job, not working out. And each job, he had tremendous tightness on his boss. The bosses were mean to him, taking advantage of him, doing this, doing that. Each job, he had a tremendous tightness on the boss. Yeah, correlation here. Till I sat him down, and I said like this, it's true, this boss was this. Each boss, what you said is true. But part of being successful in life is learning how to relate to difficult and trying people. That's part of success. Unless you learn how to be good to a boss who's maybe a mean, bad guy. But unless you learn how to be the proper worker, you'll never have success in life. You must learn it. So I want to read to you a mission that I think is vital to know. I have seen people that are great bosses, but they're very bad working for bosses. A person to be successful in life, every person, I don't care who you are, if you're only a good boss, but you don't know how to follow to the boss, to a boss, you'll never, I believe you'll never be successful in life. Even if you end up being the boss of a company, ultimately, this Mishnah is always true. Rabbi Shmuel Oimer, Rabbi Shmuel says, I think there's such intelligence, this Mishnah. Listen to this Mishnah. Have a Kal Rosh. Kal means soft and low. Kalosh in, in, in Aramaic means weak. Kal means lightweight. Be light to a boss. Learn how to subjugate yourself to a boss. And when you're the boss, learn to be soft to your subjugate. Sashkairis means black people. It means people who have black beards, but you're power, youngsters. The Mishnah speaks about three relationships. When you're an equal, when you're a boss, and when you're a subjugate. All three relationships. A person has to learn the art of all three relationships. As a subjugate, learn to make yourself soft. Learn to make yourself light to a rush. You must learn that art to be successful in life. The Torah demands of a person, learn to be lower to a rush to a more powerful person. When you're in power, learn to be soft on those beneath you. Learn power can corrupt, power can make people full of themselves and make them tough and mean to those lower. Learn to be understanding, to be naya, to be nice and understanding with sashchayris and those underneath you. And learn to be good to those those that are equal to you, the equals. Greet everybody with joy refers to the equal relationships. I have seen youngsters who are very good at being friends with older guys and very good at being friends with younger guys, but are not good friends with their peers. It's much easier to be geschmack to older guys. They love that relationship. So I have seen people, he's always the geschmackster. He always goes to older guys. And he has success in those relationships. It's very clear. They're in charge. He's like the follower. And he's very good like that. They like him as some youngster who's their fan. And he likes that attention. He's very good in that relationship. He's very good with younger people. He's good as he's clearly in charge. But the third relationship, he's not good at Mechabalus Kolodamasimcha. Greeting everybody with joy, perhaps, represents the third relationship. He doesn't develop equal friends. He's not good at those are some of the hardest relationships. A friend, nobody's in charge. It's funny, a Chavrusashaf, if you have a Rebbe and a Talmud, 
one's more advanced, one's less, those are much easier. But it's very clear who's in charge. Two equals is much more complex and tremendously important. I think Rabbi Shmuel is speaking about the three relationships. We must have all of them. When I see a Bachar only with older guys, I always feel he must at some point learn. And they, they give all these rationalizations. I'm just more mature than the people with me. A bunch yeah. of hogwash. <laughs> it's not true. But it's a rationalization. You're just not successful at your equal relationships. You're not good at it. The reason you're not good is it takes much harder. It's much more complex. You're equal. So it's, much it's more complicated. Learn to have all three relationships in your life. I feel before the summer it's important. Guys go when they have bosses. It's important to be Kalarish. Your boss is in charge. It's a necessary meter for all of life. Ultimately, we need it in the most important relationship in our life, Hashem. Learn to be Kalarish. Learn to be subjugated. He's your boss. You have a boss. The boss wants, he's the boss. Learn to be Kalarish. People who don't have this ability do not have success in life, Lani Yastaiti. They don't have good success in life. There are always times you have to have this capacity. Kal Laroish. Kal means to make yourself light. Laroish to the ones who's in charge. Lower yourself. He's a Roish. He's big. It's his time. It's his. It's he's in charge. It doesn't mean he's better than you. It just means he's in charge. If you don't develop this skill to understand to be Kal Laroish, he's in charge. I have to humble myself. I might not want to. I might have all these tightness and he's mean. He's just, at that point, he's the Roish. He's my boss. He's my boss. It's my mother, my father, my Rebbe, my whatever. He's the Rosh Hashiva. You're in a Yeshiva next. He's the Rosh Hashiva. Kal Rosh. To make sure that you lower yourself. Kal means make yourself light. Larosh. He's in charge. He's in charge. Respect that. He's in charge. We must learn that capacity. We must learn the capacity when we're in charge not to hurt people when you're in charge, not to bowl over people. I'm the boss. I said, don't bowl over anybody. Nayach l'sashchayrus. To be when you're in charge, people have power. They such abuse. I'm in charge, and they make people. They ride over people. They have people left dead in their under their wheels, all over the place, because they're in charge. We must learn nayach l'sashchayrus. When you're in charge, still people who are under you nayach. Be calm. Be understanding. Be patient. L'sashchayrus. The second important lesson. And the third is what Kabbalah's kola adam besimcha is in the equals perhaps to make sure to greet them with joy, not just to be a person who relate to older or younger. You can have peers also. You're allowed to have equals. Mikabla's kola adam besimcha to learn in all three relationships. Specifically, I wanted to speak to you before guys take jobs in the summer. If you have a difficult boss, seize the opportunity when you're very young and immature. The guys here are mature, sophisticated, bnei Torah. Utilize the opportunity. See it as an opportunity. I'm not talking if you have a shaila, should I quit or not? Nobody, we're not Christians. And say, chas v'shom, turn the other cheek. Don't let yourself get abused. And certainly I'm not talking about abuse. But I'm talking about, I'm a difficult boss. I'm in the job. I'm staying in the job. Seize the opportunity to keep this Mishnah. The Kalarish. When my season charge, let me subjugate myself. Let me be Kalarish. It's a massively important art to acquire. Anybody who's privileged to read the book, you're fortunate. And if you did, if you didn't, I hope you read it at some point. You read the book all for the boss, and you read the book about this sadik, how he subjugated himself to his boss. Hashem runs the world. Hashem runs the world. Hashem runs the world. Hashem's in charge. How he subjugated himself to Hashem. You get a picture of Kalarish, the ultimate expression of Kalarish. Hashem says. I'm subjugated. Does if you have mean that? 100%. That's the ultimate Madriga of Kalorosh. Of course. That's the ultimate Madriga. But we must acquire in our life. It's not easy. We're all powerful people. It's not so easy for many people. But you should take opportunities. Lemai sees the boss. Stop. But it's doing it stupid. He's wrong. He makes no sense what he wants. Kalorosh. Chazer in your mind. Memorize the word before you go work this summer. Kalorosh. Rabbi Shmuel says, to be Kalarish. It's a very important attribute to acquire in life. It's 
completely necessary. Our most important relationship in the world is Tashem, and we're going to need to be Kalorish in that relationship. So utilize Summers. You could disagree with your boss, but he's the boss. And hazard yourself, he's the boss, I'm working for him. I disagree, I think. Kalorish. He's in charge. Learn to humble yourself. Learn to subjugate yourself. Learn to fit into this system. Learn, I like, if a Bachar, I think it's, it, it's, it's good for character. Learn to understand how he wants it. You have your own ideas and your own ways, but how does he like it done? That's part of Kalorish. Successful people can be Kalorish. If you can't figure out, but I just don't know what he wants from me. That's the problem. Sit down and spend some time. What does he want from me? How does he like when I perform the job? Even to difficult people. But learn, so what does he want? So what does he need? I have told Bachar who have difficult parents. But learn, I'm not talking about getting abused and certainly I'm not talking about anybody, anything extreme. But learn, so what do then? Usually it's pretty easy. You, you can get what they want. That's a tremendously important art in life. A tremendously important media life. Kalorish. Learn who the boss is and then humble yourself. They're the boss. The bottom line. Your parents are supporting you. They're the boss. They're in charge. Learn, understand it, and learn to and learn to play within those rules. But I don't think it's true. I don't think it's the right way. There's a better way. All very schmack. You'll have plenty of circumstances in your life where you're in charge. And you'll certainly run it differently and you'll certainly run it better. But right now, he's the Reish. I ask guys to think about this skill. I think it could be one of the most important things you can acquire over a summer of working for somebody. If you can learn to figure out what he likes, how he likes it, what he's really asking from you, you've acquired a tremendous meter for yourself of Kalorush, of really getting your boss, of really understanding. I think you have a life's acquisition that's important. What do you hold, Yanks? Amazing mission, you know? But I think the three relationships, we've seen people who have one, who have two, who have three, to learn all three relationships. The relationship as a subjugate, the relationship as a boss, there are people who are great, sub not good bosses. Nice people, all of a sudden they become boss, they're tyrants. It corrupts them being in charge, powerful strength. They ride over people. People who are in there, whatever they're running, feel rode over. That's Nayaklis Ashkar, it's a very important that you're not gonna probably not gonna learn that this summer unless you're in a position. It's funny, in companies, often you have the boss beats up the guy under him and he beats the guy, everybody slaps the guy under him. That's the opposite of Nayak. To learn to be calm to those that are black, to those that are young, youngsters, not sashayers, it means subjugates, to be soft. Just because you're in charge, don't run over people under you. So to have both capacities, I might say. This summer, I suspect, we're going to have to work more on Kalorish. The third relationship is equals, very important. People who never do well with equals, it, it's, something to, it, it's something to embrace. Never write, okay, older people and never I'm more mature than my friends a bunch of hogwash that's like the standard line to the guy you can't relate to his friends I'm more mature it's complicated you're more mature they're more mature everybody has their areas of maturity I always tell a bucker tells me in any yeshiva he's in a guy tells me I just I don't relate to any of the guys that's a tiny if you if, if they would put a healthy guy if you would take Ozzy Friedman and stick him into bubble <laughs> If you would take Sammy Petlin and for the year we had a for the year. <laughs> That's it. He's stuck. Same, same with you. The guys are sitting, different backgrounds. I guarantee he's stuck. He would learn to relate to the kids. Healthy people. Nobody's your type, the 50 people, nobody's your healthy guy. The Kabbalist, Kolon, the Sinclair is the peer. If you see, you'll see.
see one day on your own kids. You observe one of your kids only hangs out with kids older than him or younger. There's, there's what to be nervous about. Now, it doesn't mean to panic. It doesn't mean to break up relationships. I'm not so into that. But it means to think about it. What skill does he need to relate to his friends? There is something to be able to relate to your peer group. If you only do well older and younger, there's, there's a flaw there. There's something. What exactly it is that you can't relate on an equal plane, you have to work it out. There's something to that. Could you relate to your age group? There's nothing wrong with having younger friends. That's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with having older friends. That's wonderful. But if you can have the capacity to relate, don't chalk up. I'm just more mature. That's hogwash. That's it's never, it's never true. If you can't, it's not true. It's never. It's not true. It's very, you ever seen people like this? They relate to older, younger. They're never their age. You've seen that? It's an important thing to be able to relate to what? It's important to your age to relate to also. All three relationships. Let's get to Gemara, Rabbi. Oh, baby.